I talk with Scott Ritchie about the distributor-contractor relationship, and I think there's some great stuff here that every distributor should hear. Let me know how you feel about this, but I think there's even more of a demand nowadays on distributors from contractors than there used to be in, in previous years. Do you, yeah. do you agree with that, or what, what, what would you say? I, I agree with that, but I'll tell you what, starting in, the, in this business since I was in it in the very early 80s to now, um, I've seen a, a, a dramatic amount of change and I mean a dramatic amount of change all the way from uh, contractors and distributors having such a relationship that was not breakable is unbreakable right mm -hmm. to today there's so many flavors and so many things that that uh, contractors need to your point of demands that if the distributor does not provide that they're looking elsewhere right they're going to go seek and try to find that so there isn't that uh uh, just that loyalty that used to be there that I don't care if you're not giving me what I need to do. I'm staying today. It's changing and, and contractors do need and want more. It's interesting because even let's say 20 years ago, we noticed, let's go a little farther back, you know, the advent of the big box stores, right? I remember being a distribution, losing, you know, the, all the, the electrical supply business or even whips and disconnects to bigger box stores. So it's changed right. there. And then you throw on top of that the internet. You know, here comes the internet now. And For sure. The level of competition out there now, the avenues from which we, you know, distributors have to compete, it's it's really something. So I, the value, I, I know you know this term well, the value add assumes right. there's value to be given. But, you know, distributors, I think if they're not already providing some sort of training or business practice or whatever it might be, they're really missing out. Would you agree? Well, I think it's even deeper. I, I, I think it's educating the contractor. To, to what um, this disruption is going to mean to them. Let's, let's go back to your point on the internet. The real disruption to the contractors that they don't, what they don't understand is when you get into, um, and I hate to classify or label people, but this mm -hmm. is what they're called, right? When you get into Xers and you get into millennials, they buy totally different. They are quite comfortable with ordering something online and then retaining someone to come in and, and, and put that in for them. And what's going to happen to the contractors with maybe the next five years, 10 years, whenever this disruption really takes hold, they're going to become suppliers of labor, not product and labor. And so if they want to protect that, now is the time for distributors to work with them to teach them these value propositions that there's more than just the box. You really need, you need me and you need me for several reasons. And so I think for, the, for them to stay connected, the trends that are going to help contractors stay connected are, is like the alarm people in these monitoring services. It's going to be the smart stat, the smart system. Um, it might even pave the way to replace service agreements at one time when they can just say, hey, listen, I, I will monitor your system. I'm going to keep you secure for $12.95 a month. And, and that becomes the new contract that now they can sell their regular service agreement services with that hey, we, we're monitoring your system, but this month we're running a special on a clean and check. So mm -hmm. you, now you're adding to the $12.95, you're adding another, say, $59 or $69 or $79 in the, in the fall and spring environment. Rather than saying, here's your contract, it's, here's your monitoring service. So it's going to be a way, a different way of um, them connecting because now they're connecting with a group that wants to control their system, right? Unlike mm -hmm. a boomer who sets the program and says, don't give me that crazy digital thing. Just give me one that goes up and down, right? right. Um, but the, the younger uh, generation is all about the technology. So if contractors can learn and create that value, uh, they're going to stay relevant. They're just not going to become the labor provider. So contractors are going to have to get it in distribution 
is going to have to help the contractors get there and see that as well and be a catalyst to help them because that keeps the distributor valuable now, right? Right. So these are these are things that I see coming down the road that will either strengthen the relationship or the relationships will part if, if neither one is giving each other what they need. How do you take, and, and I'm going to take this all the way down to the contractor level now, your, your area, what do you, what kind of strategies would you offer a contractor? Okay, a guy's going in for an equipment estimate, right? Furnace change out, air conditioning, you know, system change out. How right. do you how do you take, okay, let's say it was a humidifier or some indoor air quality accessory. How do you get a contractor to the mindset of taking this to the next level and adding those things in into his quote? But first right. of all, actually getting to that point where he actually will add it in. Okay, well... Uh, that that's easy for us because we have designed all of our contractors proposals if they'll use them. Wow. So they have all the options on there. It's a very clean document. All right. Uh, but it uses the, the, the philosophy of top down selling. We start with the top, right? The very best piece of equipment. And we show on that uh, easy to read attributes of why this is the best and then step them down and then try to bring them back around to the middle. So we're very successful at moving in the middle, the middle product. Then I'd ask them if they want a, a air cleaning and a, a product or, or a humidifier, and they can go through the step and the steps and they add it to them. We're like everybody else. Oh yeah, we, it's like the service agreement. Oh yeah, we're in the business. And then you look at it and you say, oh, IAQ is like 1% of sales. You're not in the business, right? So mm -hmm. what we're finding is those contractors that we can teach and get engaged, this number, you might not already know this, this number, Rob, I didn't know this number, but we can see upwards of 50,000 to $75,000 a truck in IAQ product a year when these guys are taught and really engaged and then there's a compensation program for the tech to do it. So now when you do that, you get everybody engaged. Now your, your IAQ starts to become like 10% of your business and you're going, oh yeah, now we're in it. So that's the, that's what, and this has been probably about a, a year and a half process for us that we've been engaged in it, really being focused on selling it. RTMs are compensated, it's part of their compensation program if they grow the IAQ business. So again, you'll have more wins because everybody wants the same end game and that is to sell more. So let's, how do we work together to make that happen? I'm happy to hear you say that model works because that's from my end, that's all we do is we, we, we actually train our reps to, we do train the trainer training to go out and actually work with the distributors and their TSMs mm -hmm. right down to the contractor to get the contractor comfortable, comfortable talking about, first of all, having right. a conversation, bringing it up. And like you said, you know, the training element is there. The support is there. I think, our guys are, are really good channel partners from that aspect, like you just said. And I'm glad to hear you having the success that you have. But I think you said another thing too, that's really important is the contractor actually embracing it and maybe having a, a spiff program for the guy. You right. know, it's an, an extra incentive to him to start the conversation, right? And right. actually make a little more money in his pocket. And I have seen a lot of those cases where that, a lot of those guys that are successful actually do that. And, and we got to realize, and, and this is a small percentage. I mean, they, they get so yeah. bogged down in just yeah. the, the regular business. So when you find people interested, boy, it's amazing because it, it, it's under uh, a smaller microscope that you can see all oh, these four contractors have really caught on to this, right? Yeah. But that helps you because now the wave is starting to, to rise. Yeah. And now other guys in the, in the Me Too, you know, they're looking mm -hmm. at, hey, I, I want to do the same thing. 
they see success over here. So guess what? The water was fine. These guys got in and the shark didn't eat them, right? So then it That's does great. build momentum over time. That's great. But you got to realize change happens in baby steps in this industry. And if you can find contractors who are open-minded, that's your first target. They come on board. You do have success. You'll start to see that line growing, but then you see the following coming afterwards. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I see. It's a, it's not a, you know, if you have a hundred contractors, they all just don't jump in. You no, know, but they all talk, right? <laughs> they yeah. all talk though, don't they? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yep. Plant the seed, water it, take care of it, watch it grow. I hope you got some value out of that conversation. We're testing out various formats and would love to hear from you. Leave a review or comment and let us know what you think.